You're listening to the AfterBuzz TV Network. Now the largest new media platform on the web and your number one source for after-show entertainment. Very good, the AfterBuzz Studios in Los Angeles, California. Presented by Maria Menunos and streaming live thanks to Akamai Technologies. This is AfterBuzz TV's Rookie Blue After Show. We'll break down tonight's episode and get you all the latest news and gossip. And now, another post-game wrap-up show for your favorite TV show. It's AfterBuzz TV's Rookie Blue After Show. Oh, yeah. What? Well. <laughs> nice. Hello, everybody. Welcome back to AfterBuzz TV's After Show for Rookie Blue. Tonight we are doing Season 5, Episode 5, Going Under. I'm your host, Marissa Serafini, and joining me tonight I have... Yvonne Masonette. Hello, Yvonne. Hi. We are back. Tiana is not here tonight. She's partying it up at a concert, so she's having fun right now. But we're going to have some fun talking about tonight's episode. We are. Overall, what did you think of tonight's episode? Well, I thought it was really exciting. And I was really, there was so much going on. Like, I, I think most importantly was the way Chris was behaving. That, that really. I think so. And I think what was cool is that they actually, maybe not cool is the best word, but they actually made it clear what Chris was doing. We were speculating it was drugs or something, but they did say cocaine. They did. So, hence the music at the beginning of White Lines. I mean, exactly. that makes sense And we've now. been waiting for this. We wanted to know, like, what's up with Chris? And now, like, something's really up with Yeah, so maybe he's actually doing cocaine. I mean, interesting. Overall, I thought this was a great episode. Yeah. I love how they packed so much in just 42 minutes. It's crazy. It was a lot to digest. There was <laughs> a lot to digest. So, you know what? Let's just digest right now. So, we start off with Chris and and Dove. They're driving in the car, and then they get this response to this call saying that there's a disturbance at the frat house, um, the Mega Alpha Kappa frat house. And so they go there, and they check out. These two guys are, like, beating the crap out of each other. Right. And <laughs> what did you think of Diaz during this one? He just wailed on that, that guy. That was, like, the beginning. That's when you know, okay, he's losing control, because he just punches the guy. and Three was, times. Yeah, it was intense. That and that's when lot. you're like, okay, he's he's losing it. He's He's... He's falling apart. Like, he's not keeping it together anymore. No, I mean, you, and you obviously, you have to, I guess, control the situation. But Diaz seemed like he already got the guy in the first punch. He did not need to punch it was like two an ego thing. Some, He said something. He turned around and looked at him, and he just had to deck him. Yeah. I mean, I think it was a little too excessive on Diaz's oh, for sure. part. But they found out that the other guy, the one that Dove was uh, controlling actually had a gun on him and it was an unregistered gun so that pretty much starts off the whole episode because the very next morning we get the everyday parade that we love and they found out that the gun that these college guys um, have obtained are unregistered and they found out um, they're getting it at this local yeah. bar so 
they're all going undercover, going to the bar to take down whoever is selling them. And it's kind of crazy. These college kids all of a sudden are carrying guns. It's something you just kind of didn't expect in that moment was yeah. a gun. I'm sorry. Even when he punched him, that like, could be very vaults a situation. Yeah, well, especially unregistered. I yeah. mean, that's, that's scary, especially if young people can get it. Who else yeah. is getting it, too? Yeah. I mean, last week we dealt with gangs, and now we have guns. <laughs> guns. I mean, so much happens in <laughs> in that area. They So the, there's this bartender, Angelo Passetti. Mm-hmm. Interesting, badass name. And <sighs> so they have to use the code bobsled martini to give the money just to, you know, that doesn't get them the actual guy who sells the guns, but a step closer. Right. That they said. And so the, uh, everyone's going undercover. We have Diaz, we have Dove, and Nick. They all go to the bar. Nick is at the bar. Hitting on Esther. <laughs> yeah, or I think it was more so Esther hitting on yeah. him. What do we think of that girl? I'm she's like, a fight she, little thing. Yeah, I was like, she's trouble. She has yeah. trouble with yeah. written all over her. I didn't she, like her. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I was like, this cannot be going good, Nick. No, and was, and even Gail, I mean, sorry, not Gail, sorry, uh, Tracy and Steve are like making fun of this. And that was kind of fun, them watching and predicting what was going to happen. That was kind of a fun little added thing that was going on is them like, oh, he's going to say this, it's not oh, going to yeah. happen, or, you know. Oh, what a typical conversation. Yeah. Like, yeah. come on, don't be that simple. Yeah. I, I, I love levity in episodes, yeah. which was fun. So, uh, Diaz has to give he he's and point to, you know, make the the drop or pretty much like go buy the gun and he has to drop money which are actually UV printed with serial numbers on right. it. And but we find his shady friend at the beginning of the, of the episode we see that Diaz is owing money to his yes, his friend. His, I shouldn't say friend. This his dude. dealer. <laughs> his dealer. His cocaine dealer. He's a real number. What? James, I mean, that's James, right? He, he's a number. Yeah, I believe his name is James. I thought it was J or JB. <laughs> I think with a J. I'm pretty sure it's James. Let us know <laughs> what his name is. I mean, we, we only watched the episode once, so we tend to miss a few details here and there. So let us know. Um, yeah, but James. I didn't like him. I'm like, okay, he's a shady dude, and his shades. What? What was he's, that? The shades were bugging you. You were like, yeah, what were shades? I was like, that's so pretentious. Yes. I mean, but you know, I have to say that something about him was badass in the sense that I felt like he just wasn't intimidated by Chris, and, and to some degree, you would think he wasn't swayed by him throughout the whole episode. I felt yeah. like he was the one who was kind of like throughout the whole thing. Yeah, I mean, he was putting on a show, but... um, Yeah, but he just... He didn't back down with the whole... Co- I know we're getting ahead of ourselves a little bit, but... Yeah, the and whole cop thing and... We'll, we'll definitely yeah. get to that. But I don't know. He was just... I was intimidated by him. I'm like, he doesn't look scary. Yeah, he has an attitude, but... That was about I mean, it. I'm not afraid of him and his sunglasses. <laughs> that he kept putting Come on, on dude. You're, it's winter time. <laughs> Why are you wearing sunglasses? The sun's not out. But, okay, so... His friend is also there, but kind of ruining the undercover process that they're all supposed to be doing right now. And Diaz changes, so he drops the money, gives the, his name and number to the guy who's supposed to, you know, connect him to the actual gun seller. But he drops the money at the towel dispenser. Instead of instead of the, the lo- prearranged place. Yeah, the co- coat check-in. Did you ever wherever. figure out what that was about? Like, at the end of the day, was that... what? Because why did he put he put it there and then it was gone? But we never see him. Oh, I, I think it was led to believe that the the Angelo guy picked up the money or the the actual gun person 
picked up the money because mm-hmm. we see Nick go back to it and the money's not there. Right. But so I think it was just led to believe that okay, right, right. he has the real money now. And yeah. Yeah. So yeah, and, so, and then Diaz goes into the bathroom. He's trying to hide from his friend. That was very funny. Okay, <laughs> that, that was, was a funny I mean, scene when he was crouched on top of the toilet and he opens the door. James opens the door like, are you running from me now? Yeah. Are you running from me, man? He's like, no. It was just quite funny, actually. Yeah, but then looked- you know, Diaz is turning off his actual device that they're supposed to, they're still undercover during an operation. And then Tracy and Steve yeah. can't hear him. I mean, that's a big no-no. Big so you don't he's do like, that. he's just a mess. He's acting like a drug addict. Just yeah. the way he's acting. But he's, he's being secretive while he's on the job. I'm like, <laughs> you don't do that, especially yeah. when you're undercover. Come he's on. He's trying now. to tell on himself. Yeah, I mean, it's not looking good. So then they get the message to go outside in the alley. But again, his friend is there, James. I'm already not, like, so, I already don't like him, and he just shows up again, at all the wrong like places. There. But this is the thing. Is he the gun guy? You know, like, he comes out and he's like, yo, like, what are you doing here? Get in. Go back in. You'd think he would be, but... So, but it was kind of like, he just came out maybe too soon and Well, he's looking to collect because Diaz is owing him money, but... We thought he was leaving, because he's like, I told you don't leave. Yeah. And he's like... You thought you were leaving without giving me money. But, oh, he just just kept getting in the way, so Diaz had to do what, again... Turning off his device, and Dub is like catching up on all in this. He's like, something's going Dub on. Dub is here. figuring it out, kind of right about now. He's like, okay, what's up? And yeah, he, he kind of got suspicious in the bathroom when he's like, well, you have bars now. He's like, okay, but out there, I think that was the moment he's like, okay, something's up. When he just slams James against the wall and arrests him and pulls out the coke. And well, I think it he was kept, a panic. Yeah, it was a panic. Try to keep his cover. Also, you know, he said, "Just go with it." I'm, I'm arresting you to make sure that, like, you know, I don't want to bust myself for yeah. also being a drug person as well. But you know, turning off his device the second time and then lying about it. I just and can't like, wait to see what's going to happen. It, it felt like such a Duncan kind of move, like yeah. the lying about it in the same vein. I mean, and James, it just makes it messier. I'm sorry. It's oh, like, definitely. I mean, and James always being there, he could have been charged with obstruction of justice or like the obstruction of a police investigation. Yes. He just panicked. You know, basically, he's not thinking clearly, and he panicked. It's like he, he's he's reacting quickly to everything, and yeah. none of it's well thought out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So and so we go back to the actual division, and Diaz says he's gonna book him, take him away from Dev, isolate him, and like be like, "Yo, we're just processing you, yeah. but we're not charging you anything." And then of course James is like, "Dude, you're a cop? Are you kidding me?" And James is like, "Oh no, I'm gonna tell." He was like, first chance I get, I'm naming you. I'm naming you. I'm naming Chris you, Diaz." But he could have crumbled. That's what I'm saying. Like. James may not be tough in the sense like his sunglasses. He may look like a <laughs> bit of a dork. But he was kind of like not backing down because Chris is like, chill, man. You know, like we're just booking you and then we'll, you know, we're just processing you. And he's like, no, I'm going to name you. Like throughout the whole I'm thing. I'm taking you down. Yeah. I don't care where we're at. Where I'm surrounded by cops, but I'm yeah. still taking you down. He was never like, okay, okay. He was like, no, man, you're, it's your bad. And, you know. Oh, yeah. I, and, you know, and I will give it to James, even though he is a pretentious guy <laughs> sunglass wearing he, uh, yes absolutely and all the above but you know diaz was the one that was shaking throughout the whole thing totally. he was the one lying and covering up jb taking that cocaine evidence and actually 
dumping it and replacing it with baking soda. Yeah. What did you think of that? That seems completely out of character for you. And so reckless. I mean, he was like going through the cabinets. I mean, you're you're at work. People can see rummaging, squishing the baking soda on the yeah, counter. Yeah, he was not being clean whatsoever. He was so reckless. And I'm like, this is, he's a mess. Mm-hmm. Like, he was literally smashing it right there. Like, <laughs> anyone could have walked in. <laughs> I mean, we had um, Peck walk in. Yeah, we had walked Steve in walked in. And I'm like, oh, okay, Steve, you you don't see him kind of being really shady right now. Scooping the baking yep. through the coffee No big cup. deal. He's not being suspicious whatsoever. No, and he, I mean, he got, he got away with, I was pretty slick, but it was just so reckless. If, if I were to describe him, that's what I would say. Yeah. Well, even, let's backtrack a little bit, even before that, because he, Diaz promised, which you don't ever promise. No, don't ever promise, especially drug dealers. He <laughs> promised James that he wouldn't charge him so long as he gives them the, Give name, them the name of the gun seller. So I guess maybe he does know, have those connections. And James is not giving that up. No. Be like, you could be our confidential informant and you can still deal. And he's not, he's not budging. That's what I'm saying. He's the one who's got the upper hand in this scenario. That is kind of scary. I mean, we can definitely see Diaz's deterioration. Yeah, totally. And then he's like, but I promised. I promised. The way even, the way he says, like, yo, okay. He seems like a desperate kid. Yeah. Like someone who's, literally going under (laughs) i figured out the title wow look at that going under now you know i was thinking about that i'm like what does going under apply to this episode got it got it done you're good all right so diaz replaces it with baking soda and then the next and not to jump too far ahead but we definitely will go back but they in the end, clear him because yeah, of what because and then they started. they're like, oh, this is confusing, you know? Yeah, why was he even there? And you and know that scene, it still does not make sense. No. And then the scene when they went into the room and he's like, didn't you know? Asking how much was turned in, and he said no. And right at that moment, Chris walks in, mm-hmm. and that was another. He Dove like checking up on him. Yeah, he's like, you checking up on me? But it yeah. was so smooth because he got away with it. Yeah, it was a close call. But it shows Dove knows what's up too. Oh, Dove knows. I mean, when you work with. Uh, you had that partner for so long. You got to know, like, when someone's acting. Yeah, at this point, Dub knows, like, yeah, at, for sure, absolutely. But so, that was just some. That was some stuff. Well, you know, Chris is falling apart, but he was a little bit smooth when it comes that whole scene. You know, oh, he got yeah. away with it, and the absolutely. swap of the cocaine and the baby powder. Swap, messy swap. <laughs> it was messy, but it was <laughs> in the end very messy. a success. So we go back to the bar, and we have pretty much Nick. Nick, there flirting with. Essie? Esther. 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 And we're believing we'll it, right? It it's believable. And I, you know, I did believe it. I'm like, yeah. okay, maybe she really is just flirting. She's been texting all night, ex-boyfriend. She wants some stress relief. And so does Nick, because <laughs> we, we know him. He's kind of in that position, too. But we find out that, actually, she's part of the whole gun dealing, yeah. too. That was kind of good. I love that that scene. When she's like, you know, come home with me tonight. And he's like, actually, you're under arrest. You're under arrest. <laughs> that that was good. What did you think of that? I love Nick. He was so suave very. and very smooth and so nonchalant. He's like, here's my badge. You're under arrest for I illegal kind of sexy. firearm <laughs> trafficking. And boom. And also, yeah. I have your phone, which will lead to the your, your gun dealer. And I'm going to find the money in your purse. Mm-hmm. I guarantee the Because she had, well, we did see she had the roles. And then there, there were so many things that were 
kind of go, would go against her. Also, she was serving after hours, and then and that was a good one because he was like, "I'll have one." She's like, "It's after hours," and he's like, "Well, you served him," and he's mm-hmm. like, "She's like, all right." So that was kind of funny. It was kind of a funny little scene. I I like that. It was a nice lead on, yeah, and then just to take you down. Yeah. You're like, well, you know, it ain't happening. I could you. Could get you for after hours, but I'm actually going to get you for legal gunfire trafficking yeah. instead. But I loved it. So smooth. It was Way a really go, cute. Yeah, it was a cute scene. And I just liked how, you know, it was all, all the way. It was believable all the way up until he's like, bam, yep. you're under arrest. Here, it's just flash. It was so smooth. I can't. Yeah. There's no other word for it. Yeah. So they, they, you know, they get the guys and arrest them. So and so that was, you know pretty much the first case but we'll get into the second case but i just want to take a quick minute to thank everyone on itunes and youtube for commenting downloading rating comment and i already said commenting (laughs) but uh subscribing to our show rookie blue is back we're excited um shout out to everyone who's been commenting since our over our hiatus i have read those too next week we will give shout outs to people and also thank you for commenting on youtube and because it is summer you should probably read our founder maria menounis's new book that just came out the every girl's guide to diet and fitness if you want your nice summer body you should definitely definitely read this book great pictures great interviews with health fitness and celebrities alike and amazing photos in it and awesome recipes if you like to cook and just eat healthy. It's it's her way of how she lost 40 pounds and how you can keep it off, too. I mean, it, it really is a great, easy read. And not just for every girl, but for everybody. For I mean, everybody. I read it. It's really great. So, yes, go buy it. It's awesome. Let's get into the second case. I mean, so much happened in tonight's episode. Goodness. Oh, I know. So the second case. Second case. Andy and Sam working together. I like this. I mean, it was it was very cute type yeah. of case together. It was kind of sweet. They had some sweet moments. Oh, yeah. So, I mean, first we'll just start off, like, the episode. Andy has, well, we see Duncan. And they're Duncan. Ugh, Duncan. I'm glad we really didn't see him tonight. We only saw him yeah, for a brief second. But even across the yeah. But even his one minute on screen, like you already don't like his character because now he has filed charges against Andy and the division, filed complaints, and even Oliver Shaw said there's no case. What? Whatever. That's what, what I said. I can't wait to hear what the complaint is. I know. What they still haven't told us is he what it lie? is. No. Do you think? You uh, don't. I mean. Again, we're just speculating, yes. but I think maybe negligence or whatnot. But apparently, Duncan's still on the payroll. He's still going to be there. But I mean, come on, really? Very How awkward is that to still be there with yeah. Duncan? He has charges against everybody. Who would do that? And Sam was telling Andy like he's going to be here and just look the other way and yeah, just yeah. walk away. You don't need it. So that's going on. And so Andy, you know. She's actually taken off of the the bar undercover rescue, so she that's why she's working with Sam on this. So they're working on this case. Brian Gowdy, his brother, actually reporting him missing, but his so like his bank statements and mail are are still there. But the thing is that he um, he sold his condo, he sold his car, and 
And he just left up and left. And he's been making money withdrawals, like the maximum amount of withdrawals for like the last three weeks, I believe. So it's very, you know. Very mysterious. Suspicious. He's on a cash. Activity, he's yeah. living off a of cash. And I mean, normally anyone thinking if you drop everything and you like liquidate all your fundings, you're running away from someone right. or something. What do you think? What was it? I, I, this one I didn't, I don't know. Because the Costa Rica thing, like, what was that? Took a job in um, yeah. Costa Rica and got a condo. He had three trips in coast, three different trips to Costa Rica. That yeah. they, when they were going through his bank statements, but apparently he got a new job at Pacifico International School, which you know, new job, new condo down there. It's a little bizarre. It's very random. Yeah, for for a case, I mean. It makes sense why he would drop everything, but liquidate his fundings is still What do you think? I mean, what is your take on this whole thing? I mean, I feel like maybe someone pressured him to come to Costa Rica, or maybe it was some business deal. I mean, who really knows? Or is we it him doing know. all this, or someone doing or it in his name? At first, it sounded like, after I heard that he got a new job at Pacifico, it sounded like he was, oh, he just did it himself. Right. No one's after him. He got a new job, new right. life. And he's just taking He's just off. like, yeah, whatever. I mean, I think anyone who gets a new job at a different location, you're going to drop everything at one place. And move In to order the next. to do that. Yeah. I mean, I've done it myself. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying that. So I can understand why someone would do that. Right. A change of pace. But it's just still something mysterious about it. Very, but, but, yeah. Yeah. Very, very mysterious. Uh, so, the they actually, thing. yeah, so we found out that he was selling his car online, but there was another guy who was selling the exact same car and model. So this was a little, this is where... This is where it gets a little yes, bit confusing. But, okay, so someone who, the other guy who was selling his exact same model got confused with the person who was selling the car. And like he took the, the doctor. Yeah, the, the therapist. Chloe's therapist, right? No, no, Didn't no. Didn't she say something about... Her therapist, or it's not. No, Cl- Chloe's been working. So we see Chloe tonight. Yeah, she's working the desk, and she sees this guy that comes in who is a therapist, mm-hmm. not her therapist, just okay. a therapist. But he was selling the exact same car. Okay, and, right. Yeah, this is where it gets. Yeah, because I was like, wait, like, she made a joke. What? She made a joke, and <laughs> they're like, not my therapist, the therapist. I had to think yes. about it for a second. So yes. it is just a therapist. He was selling the same car, but the guy who was selling the car because he met the the car seller and that guy thought he was our costa rica guy yes and he terrorizes this guy yeah terrorize it and the therapist was scared didn't ask for a driver's license which would have been smart yeah just to know and yeah, you know like i mean that's some if, serious stuff what happened if the guy is acting shady and you're making an illegal problem i'm assuming an illegal transaction yes you, you would probably want some form of identification Something. i mean but it was kind of name like, Number. Yeah. Just some of the basics. Credit card number. <laughs> I don't know. Something. But, but he got away. He the way he, he got did. away so, was kind of cool, right? Yeah, he got He's spooked. An older guy. Yeah, he got spooked and ran in reverse, pretty much in the in When the, the car. guy went to answer his phone. So, I mean, yeah. Guy, yeah. He had a moment of opportunity and he fled, which was smart because he told Andy and Sam the location of where he left that guy. And so they go back to that location and there's actually a dead person in the trunk. He led them to the body. He led them to the body. Okay, who do you think that was? Yeah, because we don't know. Could it have been the guy who terrorized him, or is it? Or is, or is it, it that Brian? Brian. 
by the description, because when they were going through everything, they said Brian Gowdy was a 32 single male teacher. And the guy who was dead in the car pretty much had the same description as Brian. So I'm guessing maybe Brian. Brian. And because they, Andy did, you know, call up the Pacifico place and they said that he, Brian never arrived. So I'm guessing the the dead body is Brian. It's got to be, huh? Someone was after him. And so do you think the guy just finally went and got the right? It's very weird because it's in that car. That's the car, right? The car that That's they the found, car. that was the car. Yeah. But it's not the same car because the, there were two cars. I think that was Brian Gowdy's car. Maybe. Because it was the same location. We'll see. But see, it's interesting. And, and you know what I mean? And that's where it's confusing because the episode ends there. Just yeah. cuts back to, it cuts to black. Because the guy in the first car, that's where he went. So how is that other car there in that same location? It's, uh, do you get that? Do you understand? You, yeah. Oh, no. Or See, that's where it gets confusing. Yeah. Tell, let us know. <laughs> I mean, us. so much happened in tonight's episode. Yeah, there's a lot to process. Right. A lot happens. Yeah. A lot happens in 42 minutes. I'm curious to see what, what the viewers have to say and the listeners. Cause yeah. Because that would be... Um, I'd like to know what other people's take on it. I mean, my only thing is, by the description that we've been given of Brian Gowdy... That looked like him. It it looks by... Yeah, it looks like Brian. But we still don't know who he is, so we'll... I mean, they should have given us a to-be-continued slate. But they didn't. We're definitely probably... Because it kind of just ended, right? And we're like... What happened? (laughs) Wait. (laughs) It's not over. That's what they said. It's not over. Yeah. But, uh... Thankfully, it's not over, so we'll hopefully find that out in next week's episode yeah. and pick that up. I mean, that that would suck if they didn't pick it up. would be like, oh, yeah. No, they can't just let <laughs> that go. No, they can't, no. especially the way we they ended. We need to know more. So that's, that's a mystery. But meanwhile, while everything else is going on, we have Gail. <sighs> and her shenanigans. <laughs> I mean, yes. I'm like, I, I tend to love and hate Gail. Mostly love. I, I mean, because... I always say she she's tough on the outside, but she's gushy all underneath. And she really is just a human being. And I love how every episode we're seeing more layers being shed yes, by her. Yes, that she does have, like, the she soft spot. She has real feelings. I mean, she is a real person, and I just feel for her, too. And especially here with um, the, so- you know, the Sophia, the little girl. Sophia. That really, that stuck with her for some reason. Like, she was, it was bothering her. Yeah. And that... So we see we see Gail in this episode. She's in the locker room. Chloe stuck in her shirt, and <laughs> Chloe goes to help her. And we see Gail's being very. She's giving away items, which makes me feel maybe they were just like impulsive purchases that Gail's been doing right. just to make herself feel better. Because obviously something's getting to her. We find out it's this Jameson case from last week's episode. Because Oliver has been tracking Gail down and be like, hey, you need to give me the report. Where's my report? Because the case is still open. We need a witness report. And you still haven't given to me. I need that now. And Gail's being very, she's avoiding it. Which she doesn't is, want to turn it in. Doesn't seem very Gail-like. And it's, and it's funny, but it's just like for some reason. Because at first you're like, why? But it is. It's She just can't. I, I mean, maybe there's going to be a connection. Maybe something, it reminds her of something. I don't know. Or maybe it's just simple that that little girl really affected her. But you see that it really bothers her, and Shaw really, he comes and talks to her after, um, yeah, Chloe suggests. Chloe, Chloe, I mean, I love Chloe, cause Chloe goes to Oliver, and she's worried, she's genuinely worried about Gail yeah. saying, you know, I, I loved her line that she's worried about Gail shaving her head off, getting a turquoise Amanda Pines <laughs> that wig. So that was hysterical. <laughs> love Chloe. That was a good one. She's, and Shaw kind of came through, like he went and he, yeah. you know, he talked to Gail, and, you know, and he let her know it's gonna, you know, Sometimes you you may have seen worse, 
mm-hmm. but this this is what touched you. Yeah. You know, even though this may not be the worst thing you've seen. Yeah, and I mean, e- even Oliver was like, this one really affected you. And that's good because all the other ones are just going to get worse. They're going to hurt a little bit more. But that's good that you're feeling something that you're not insensitive yeah. to, or desensitized to anything because you should you know, feel these yeah. human emotions. That's what makes you a better cop. That's what makes anyone a better person is to empathize with people. Because Gail even said that, you know, that the little girl, she she's alone and she, she doesn't have family. Like she, w- she was a happy, good person. And then something bad happened to her and now she's all alone. And I think feel Gail relates to that yeah. because now she, she doesn't have Holly in her life and she's alone and, she was she was happy. Something bad happened Came to and her. Slapped her in the face, and yeah. I mean, it. I think the Jameson case really paralyzed, uh, but paralleled. Par- paralleled her life. Paralyzed, <laughs> paralyzed, parallel, paralleled of. her life. No, I think so. I think she identifies with that little girl in some way, and it could be something from her youth as well. Or I don't, you know, know her background so much, but I definitely think she identifies with her and is, you know, you're right. Yeah. Uh, absolutely but i loved and oliver you know just being the the great friend you know if you need anything i am yeah. here if you want to talk and then we see gail actually hug that, that was, was a sweet. real hug it was a real hug and it was long and it was heartfelt yeah. and i i love that moment very very heartfelt i mean i hope we see more Holly. yeah that was really sweet and the only other thing it's funny because he said everything from here forward is going to hurt more and it's weird because when you're a cop you kind of think things hurt less so that was interesting mm-hmm. that he said that. Or you have to put up, uh, you know, that human shield mm-hmm. to protect yourself from all the bad things that are happening. Like sometimes you just got to, you know, not accept it and just, you know, just do it. Yeah. And it's also but, hard to, to balance that, you know, as a cop. I mean, yeah. having to not become desensitized, but at the same time, you know, you have to have emotions. And, yeah. And, and yeah. And I just want to talk a little bit more about... Um, Andy and her case that's going on because we see Andy throughout the the whole episode. She's getting worried about this case being filed against her. And we see Sam, you know, or even Nick at the beginning. We'll get to that. But we see Sam comforting her throughout the whole episode. Be like, it's it's a rite of passage for all police. And, you know, naming, putting things into perspective. Like, some people try suing the weather people right. for giving inaccurate weather, weather. I mean, which is <laughs> true. It's just the ridiculousness of people that yeah. sometimes I feel that Duncan, he he's new, he's green, he's, he's acting like a little kid who got his feelings hurt, and he's telling on mama and papa. It's that's a good one. It's true, but <laughs> he's, much. it's obnoxious and it's I can't. It's very strange like i said before last week i kind of think that there's something sinister going on and that he came in planning to do this or something it's it just doesn't make sense to me why he's going to be you know suing because she didn't do again because but okay so we also find out when uh andy was telling sam that she was pretty much embellishing her reports and leaving specific details out about Duncan because she thought that would actually help him. I'm like, that's, that's like not the reverse thing. You know, a lot of times people put things in that aren't true. Well, she basically left things out, trying to protect him, thinking, okay, I'm not going to say this in tarnish. Positive spin. 
Yeah, and she's, yeah, positive spin to protect him because she's like, give the kid a chance. She said that, and she goes, there are things that should have been in there. That aren't. That aren't. And like you said, that's going to come back and bite her in the butt. Oh, totally it's going to bite her. I mean, and this might get into prediction territory too. So uh, also, I, I just find that's definitely going to bite her in the, the behind. And But, you know, not not doing those t- details, detailed reports and stuff, that's not helping Duncan. Yeah. I mean, you can make him sound better and make it in a way to make you feel better about his bad performance, but that still doesn't help Duncan out. Yeah, it turned into a big mess now. Yeah, because now, now, it's now a big she's mess. gonna to defend herself, she's gonna have to say that she lied. And then they're gonna have to believe she her lied. and then he might be able to say that never happened. So it, And it, now Duncan kinda does have a case. He might. And like they could use that against her that hey, negligent reporting, negligent work during your you know, uh, I, whatever they call it, they're gonna spin that into something. Totally. I mean uh, so other than that, this was is there anything else? Well there was I just mean, something cute that I just thought Sam and Andy it was kind of cute their interactions uh, and then she mentioned about his you know, you speak Spanish. He said, I do speak <laughs> Spanish. And then she was like, well, I thought you only did that in a bedroom yeah, or that, when you were naked. That was only reserved for when you were naked. Yes, that <laughs> was really, was that? it was just awesome. cute. They had a cute little thing going on. I mean, it was cute. Again, I say I am a mixed work fan, but I still want to see Andy and Nick together. I'm going to preach that every week because oh. we also see Nick at the beginning saying, hey, it's okay. Just walk away. Yeah, I was don't said, don't yeah. let Duncan bother you. There's nothing you can do. And I'm like, go, go, go Nick. Nick. Yeah. You, you be that comforting guy. Yeah. Lean on, you know, she can lean <laughs> on your shoulder. But, oh, I mean, I, I it was nice to see Nick you know flirt with someone else but yeah. like take her down I that mean, was i love that i mean nick definitely had scene. his moment tonight's episode but other than that it was a great episode it lots, really was lots, lots happened so much all right so you know let's get to some news After TV news. all right so again i say canada is like a few weeks ahead of us so i'm so afraid to read any news and gossip because i'm afraid that you know, it might be spoiler, but I did find this nice article with, um, on globaltv.com, uh, with they interview Aaliyah O'Brien, who plays Holly on the show. And she, they were pretty much just interviewing her about her thoughts on the whole Holly Gale relationship. And she says that I think Holly misses Gale like crazy, but is only willing to go so far to connect and make things right. She's hurt that Gale didn't care enough to hear her out, you know, right. speaking about the um, the night at the bar in that episode. But Holly wants to be Holly wants to be with a woman that loves her and doesn't bolt whenever conflict arises. And there's the other side then. And the, but we also see Gale. Do you think Gale's the kind of person who will stick to it? Doesn't seem like it. She just one bad thing happened and she's, she's just up and left. I mean, I think Gail pulled the plug a little too early. Well, she didn't hear her out and maybe she should have, but at the same time, we, we know Holly probably should have. I mean, I think Gail yeah. had a right to be upset, actually, and to storm off. <laughs> yeah, and then, you know, also in that episode, we remember when the friends said they thought Gail was too blue-collar. Yeah. But, um, so... They asked Leo, do you think Holly thinks that? And she said, no, not at all. Holly is interested in the per- in the person, being Gail, not her job. And Gail is not only gorgeous, she's incredibly weird and fun, and Holly loves that. It's the deeper, emotionally immature behaviors that prove problematic. And another 
nice thing that she added. She said, "Holly finds Gail so amazing. She expects her friends would eventually too." Which obviously actually didn't be or wasn't the case because we know Holly is a scientist. But she's capable of digging past people's outer layers to find the truth. Wow! And I think that's a, that was a really nice metaphor. It really was, and I can see that. Absolutely.、Definitely. I mean, so maybe we'll see more Holly. I think we will. Yeah, and you know, Leo O'Brien definitely wants to because she said her the Twitter response.、Um, fans are blowing up her Twitter for the love of hashtag Golly. So that's the ship name, Gail <laughs> and Holly. Hashtag Golly on a daily basis and warms her heart. So I think she wants more of Holly Gail action too. I think、yeah. we all do. And that is it for news. I thought that was sweet. Very cool. So let's get into predictions. And now your AfterBuzz TV predictions. All right. So, what do we think of Diaz? He, I mean, we got a, I got a few questions and predictions. First off, Diaz, what do you think is going to go down with him? Is, are people going to find out about his drug problem? And is he how? Far into his monetary problems, is he now? Well, I mean, it seems like he's getting pretty deep, and that it's they're going to have to find out. Unless he would have to get it together real quick, and you never know. Dove may end up being like, "Yo, get it together now." That's possible. He may kind of talk to him and say, "Get it together," or else, and maybe he will. But it looks like he's deteriorating, and it's crumbling, and he's deep. Yeah, I mean, it's affecting. Uh, Diaz's behavior, because I mean, I don't do drugs, but it's been said that anyone on cocaine, you become more aggressive, and we see Diaz being aggressive.、Yeah. He's more angry and he's careless, he's, angry, careless, angry, reckless.、Mm-hmm. He again deteriorating. He's on yeah, a, he's on a downward. I think he's、spiral. deteriorating, but I wouldn't be surprised if someone saved him in in the sense of helps him. Snap I think so because he he's at the point where he can still be saved.、Yes. He's not rock bottom yet, yeah. but he's definitely going getting to that point.、Um, Andy, Andy, and her case. Does Dove? Sorry, not Dove. Does Duncan have a strong case against her? I do not think so, but there might be something I'm missing. Unless it's just going to be spinned in some way to make it look like she did something, and because she left out details, maybe it's going to be able to look like that. But from what I can see, he does not have a case. No, I still don't think she he has a case. But knowing that Andy did leave out the details, I think Jarvis, because he's still an interesting shady guy too. Yeah, we kind of think that. Well, maybe just me. We think that. Jarvis is in there to, you know, sabotage the division and find this this little known detail. Hey, you're you're not reporting everything correctly. These details are negligent. Like Duncan, bad cop. Yeah, bad cop. You guys are going down. Yeah, so they could use that against her. It seems like it has to. Be, it's going to be something like they planted Duncan in there to kind of to purposely yeah, take down. That's what I think. That just people. Yeah. Mm, I don't know, it but seems too. I don't know, but Duncan doesn't seem smart enough to be the person to ruin everything. Even、but、though he is, he may just yeah, be like, playing a role. Maybe. I mean, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs>、we'll、I mean, it's、watching. it's crazy. And also, just another little update on the webisode. So after this episode, you were supposed to watch the Tracy and Chris part two,、mm-hmm. and in that one, 
Tracy and Chris, they're doing, they're still doing the stakeout. They're playing go fish card game. And you can see Chris, Chris is all anxious and he's jittery and he's like constantly looking at his clock. He doesn't want to be there. And I think he, he needs his fix. He's getting addicted. He's running low. Oh and yeah. He to, he's, or, he's yeah. kind of going through withdrawal and he's getting, he needs his fix. Oh. And Tracy's kind of picking up on that. It's like, so maybe it's um, going to get worse. You don't want to be here. Something's going on. But, you know, Tracy, just being the nice woman that she is, invites Chris to go out and get a smoothie because their shift ends. They're like, you know, let's get out of here. Let's go grab something to eat. And Diaz is like, no, I'm meeting up with someone. Clear lie. And we know that he just wants his yes, next fix. Fixed. So, in. It's, it's so maybe he's going to crumble. I mean, maybe he's not going to get saved. Maybe he's just going to get worse. And I don't know uh, for Diaz. I mean, I think it's going to get worse before it gets better. Yeah, I mean, because I mean, he's already pretty bad. He, he's it's definitely bad. I mean, if you go on drugs, that's <laughs> don't do drugs, people. No don't drugs. do drugs. There's no point. But other than that, great episode. Thank you all for listening and rating, commenting, downloading. Yvonne, where can we find you? You can find me at ENTCrush at Twitter. All right. And you can follow me on Twitter and on Instagram at TV. You can follow all of us here on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, all that fun stuff at AfterBuzzTV. Please rate and comment. Tell a friend. And you know what? We will see you next week. Bye. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the host only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals. Okay.